is Tea and Toxins with Therese Boudreau, where I talk about a favorite tea, an interesting poison, and a historical case involving that poison. This week's episode features Moroccan mint tea, grayana toxins, and mad honey. Moroccan mint tea, produced by Tea Hoss, is a flavorful Chinese green blend with natural mint flavors. I personally like to drink it as a digestive after eating a really full meal, but it's also nice as a refreshing afternoon drink, too. For the best taste, steep one heaping teaspoon of loose leaf tea per cup in about 190 degree water for two minutes. A fun fact about tea, the tradition of taking afternoon tea was started by the Duchess Anna of Bedford in the late 1800s. Since most people at the time only ate two meals a day, usually breakfast and a late dinner, the Duchess would suffer from low blood sugar in the afternoon. To remedy this, she decided to have tea and a light snack, and often invited her friends for afternoon tea and walks outdoors. This habit became popular among the fashionable society, and it soon became tradition to take tea at half past three. And now to Grayana toxins, the poison of the week. Grayana toxins are a type of neurotoxin found in the plants of the rhododendron species. It works in the human body by overstimulating the nervous system, which can lead to death. What's most interesting about this toxin is that it transfers into the pollen of the rhododendron flower, so consuming any honey made from this pollen has the same effect as eating the toxic plant would. This hallucinogenic honey, or mad honey, is mainly found in Turkey and sometimes sold as a recreational drug. Although few deaths have been recorded from eating mad honey, The effects on the human body can get very dangerous and possibly lead to death if any more than a few spoonfuls are taken. A small spoonful produces a lightheaded and euphoric feeling accompanied by hallucinations. Anything more than that, however, and the nasty effects of the neurotoxin kick in, including dizziness, nausea, violent vomiting, convulsions, low blood pressure, arrhythmia, and possibly death. However, if the dose is not lethal, the victim generally recovers within 24 hours. Given its incapacitating qualities, mad honey has occasionally been weaponized throughout history on enemy armies. Here are three of my favorite historical accounts where mad honey was used in warfare. The first instance of mad honey poisoning within an army was accidentally self-inflicted. In 401 BC, the Athenian general Xenophon recorded how when leading his troops back from Persia to Greece, the army stole large quantities of local honey near the Black Sea. This honey was actually mad honey, and soon Xenophon's 10,000 men were hallucinating and incapacitated, leaving them completely vulnerable to attack for days. Luckily for them, no enemy attacked them and most recovered. But around 65 BC, the Roman general Pompey was not so lucky in his war against King Mithridates. Realizing that the Romans had not heard of mad honey, the king's army scattered combs of mad honey along the army's route. The unsuspecting army gladly ate the honey on their journey and were quickly rendered helpless. Mithridates' army then took the opportunity to ambush and kill over 1,000 Roman soldiers. But probably the greatest story involving mad honey warfare features Queen Olga of Kiev. In 946 AD, Olga's allies gave her Russian foe several tons of mad honey mead. Thinking it a gift of peace, the Russian army consumed the mead at a feast and fell victim to its effects. At this point, Olga's army attacked, massacring over 5,000 Russians in one night. There are even more crazy stories involving mad honey throughout history, 
But that'll be all for today's episode of Tea and Toxins with Therese Boudreaux, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.